and action. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Project. Okay, okay, we can. All right, big man. You want to make some big bucks? You know something about cocaine? Okay. Bunch of Colombians. Nuka. They say they got two keys for us. Beautiful. Tell them how to do it. I want you to go. Savings. Bang, I'm bringing it. Laughing. Uh, birds. You do that, you can find friends. My daughter, don't fuck with me! Oh, baby. Yeah. You know how to handle a machine? Yeah, man. We're in the army, cool. You're gonna need a couple other guys. That's no problem. We have Hector's Bodega at noon Friday. You get the buy money then. And Chico. If anything happens to that buy money, over <laughs> my boss will stick your heads up your asses faster than a rabbit gets fucked. Welcome. about to be missing. You know who gonna find you? Who? Some old man fishing, motherfucker. I forgot. I was in the middle of watching a video, or rather in the beginning of it, when I ended that video that I was just recording a moment ago. Now, unfortunately for me, I'm hungry. And I have in my hand... A turkey sandwich. Mm, don't sniff it. It don't smell good. It doesn't. The smell of this sandwich is fucking nauseating. But for some reason, I don't know why, I have a fucking craving for turkey, dude. 
I don't know what it is. Plus, I don't know if this diet is really good for anything. But uh, apparently there's a lot of talk around the water coolers about um, eating meat with... I think it's visible fat, clear fat, something like that. Basically, white meats. Not to be racist, but unfortunately, it seems that white meat is supposed to be a lot more healthy, I guess, for protein and stuff. I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. The, I'm not a scientist. I don't know these things. But I've read some things, and apparently, you know, turkey and chicken are like things I'm supposed to live off of is they may or may not actually help the MS. I don't know. But I do like turkey. I actually spent so much time in the hospital. I used to eat the turkey sandwiches that they had in that place, you know. And I haven't had turkey for years until they mistakenly gave me turkey for uh, instead of the ham I was supposed to get. And now I've gotten to a place in my life where I like turkey more than fucking ham. Who would have figured Although I'm not really, I'm really, I haven't eaten pork for years, up until recently. Like, there was a time where I would have at least once a week pork chops and shit, but I just, I lost my, lost my desire for it, because to tell you the truth, oh, fuck. President Trump is announcing his nominee to the Supreme Court to replace Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't know shit about the Supreme Court, but I do know this. The fact that there is a majority in either direction is the exact opposite of what the fucking Supreme Court should be. There should be, there should be six independents on that fucking board, or however many people there are. I don't pretend to know. But the fact that it's now run by mostly conservatives and the last fucking liberal person that was on that board is dead. That's not good for the rest of us. And I'm not I'm not a bleeding heart liberal dude, but I don't like I don't like anything that is all conservative or all liberal. I like it right down the middle. You know? That's the way it's supposed to, I was going to I was going to quote no diggity, but I have shame, a little bit of it, just a, a tiny drop here or there, so I'm not going to do that. So listen, here's the deal. What I'm going to do is ignore that because there's absolutely nothing that I can do about whoever they choose to go into Supreme Court. I'm just going to hope that they at least don't overturn some decisions that are important to the people in my life. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Not going to get into any of that. I would like to eat this sandwich. Now, I don't eat on a microphone, so I'm going to, I will turn my mic off and, you know, I'll probably make my head a little bit smaller just so that we can listen to the video and I can actually eat at the same time so that I can eventually Frankenstein this together because if I don't eat now, you know, it's a thing. Alright, just work with me, please. That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm going to try to make this as... as, as I don't want to eat on the goddamn camera, so I'm going to try to be as respectful as possible. I'll cover my mouth and all that shit so you don't have to see it. And you're not going to hear it because I'm going to mute the microphone. 
but we're gonna watch this goddamn video and you know I'll figure out a way to maybe throw some commentary in between okay 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 I almost I almost did it again I almost did it again Motherfucker, you motherless fuck. You motherless fuck, you. Son of a bitch bastard. Cocksucker. That's a trifecta of curse words. Son of a bitch bastard. Cocksucker. Those three words have come after each other my entire life. That's how you know you live in a whoppy household, dude. When... When you hear son of a bitch is being followed up with bastard cocksucker, that's how you know. Anger's anger is not far away. Alright. Oh. Did you ever notice how many jokes start with did you ever notice? And what's the deal with what's the deal? There's a lot of funny to be found by simply noticing the ordinary, everyday things you don't ordinarily notice every day. So if you'd like to add a little humor to that story or speech or screenplay you're writing. Here are a few tips and tricks for finding the funny. All great storytelling, including comedy writing, consists of a handful of basic ingredients. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. Writers have been asking these questions since at least the first century BC. Yet none can be answered with a simple yes or no. They demand details. And the more specific the details, the funnier the story. Let's start with the who the comedic character. Think about the books, TV shows, and movies that make you laugh. They're usually filled with funny types or archetypes. The know-it-all, the lovable loser, the bad boss, the neurotic, the airhead. Incidentally, these are all stock characters found in Commedia dell'arte, or the artist's comedy of late Renaissance Italy, and they have yet to get old. The Commedia rule for creating I don't like the way that feels on my hands. My autism is kicking in. I gotta go get a paper towel. So, hold on a minute. I should have brought a knife in here. I had to add a little bit more mayo to my dry-ass sandwich. Thank you, Wawa. What's that? No, we absolutely did not intentionally go to Wawa just to take some mayo packets because we don't have any in the house. What kind of fucking garbage do you think we are? And I resent you for assuming that that were to be the case. So if you don't mind, I'm going to give you a little something to listen to quickly, quickly, and I shall return. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I'll do? I'll give you the brand new interlude that I just made a couple hours ago. How you like that? I'll be right back. You go ahead and enjoy this. The following program is intended for mature audiences. I'm touching myself tonight. Really? I told you, don't fuck with me! Uh, sorry about bleeding in all your garbage. 
Seltzer water and lemon for blood. Woo! Some kinds of anger can't be managed. Like the kind where your year-long plan ends with the wrong guy getting dismembered! We have a fucking problem. When it comes time to licking wounds, there's no place like home. By we, I mean you. 41 confirmed kills. Now it's 89. About to be 90. Mr. Wilson? Ding ding. You're looking very alive. Ha! <laughs> Only on the outside. This is not going to end well this for me. This is not going to end well for you, no. UK NJ Project past broadcasts include Stand Up Guys, Chinese Hercules, House of a Thousand Corpses, and Dog Day Afternoon. UK NJ Project. Do you mean this one? The views, information, and opinions expressed by BC, HQ, and Jack of One Trade do not reflect those of any other podcaster, YouTuber, or production company. Yes, oh, very good. This is a very rare case. I believe Mr. Price has found it in an old New England farmhouse. Probably going to be a very controversial one, but this is what we do, guys. If you don't know me and Jack by now, this is what we do. Streaming, live, weekly. UK NJ Project sucks to be hated, but what are you gonna do? Uh, be likable? Ugh. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all gonna die soon, and there's no sequel. Hello. I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Waka waka. Definitely can see why they would pick me because I think it's easy to throw my face on a TV because I'm in the end sort of a poster boy for fear because I represent what everyone's afraid of because I do and say what I want and it's just this it's a campaign of fear and consumption and that's what I think that it's all based on is the whole idea that keep everyone afraid and they'll consume. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really right. as simple as it can be boiled down to. Right. The following program is intended for mature audiences. What has happened to our world and this country specifically? Where's the freedom of speech? People are saying that they're offended by it, so now he might have suffered fines and a ban. What a joke! argue we've got different rules over here but it's not like he's gone out of his way to say something racist and people that defend this and say yeah he needs to be banned and punished you're the problem I should warn you he might say a few things that are a bit uh, brutal at times so you know don't take it personally now people will watch this that I'm this video I'm doing and say that I'm racist Yo, Where are we going with this? Movie reviews. We're sorry. Well, we just lost the beginning of this. We'll start over. We'll start over. All right, now we're, we're starting from here. I just wrecked the audio. Past broadcasts include Ong Bok, The Sunset Limited, Chinese Hercules, Bloodsport, 
Taoist master and hitman, 2007. Neither of us are exactly tech savvy and, you know, I'm slow in the uptake as it is. Stop making videos making us a like retard. Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. <laughs> Follow the show at UKNJ Project on Twitter and Instagram. I don't like shit, because, and I'm honest. I'm not a fucking hater, there's a difference. Get that out of here! But this channel's just about authenticity. So there's no fakeness going on here. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Make sure you get your whole head in front of the shotgun. Thank you for calling! Oh, I used this in the beginning. I forgot. Mm, oh well. I'll have to exchange it. I'll have to change it out. I'll use something else in the beginning of this. So I'll change the intro out. My my fault. I'm gonna be back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's brutal. And I got a cookie. Welcome. Rest in peace, Ralphie Main, John Pennant. Fucking, you guys are the shit, man. As long as I breathe air, you motherfuckers are still alive to me for what that matters. But anyway, let's get back into the video so I can finish this goddamn sandwich. Mm -hmm. I tell you what. I tell you what, it's a good goddamn sandwich right there. Mm -hmm. Eating comic characters is find the flaw, then play it and add everyday things you don't ordinarily notice every day. So if you'd like to add a little humor to that story or speech or screenplay you're writing, here are a few tips and tricks for finding the funny. All great storytelling, including comedy writing, consists of a handful of basic ingredients. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. Writers have been asking these questions since at least the first century B.C., Yet none can be answered with a simple yes or no. They demand details. And the more specific the details, the funnier the story. Let's start with the who, the comedic character. Think about the books, TV shows, and movies that make you laugh. They're usually filled with funny types or archetypes. The know-it-all, the lovable loser, the bad boss, the neurotic, the airhead. Incidentally, these are all stock characters found in Commedia dell'arte. Also, fun fact, I am three out of four of those personalities. I have three out of four of those personality traits. I'm a fucking Nimrod, right? They're usually filled with funny types mm -hmm. or archetypes. Right. The know-it-all, yep. the lovable loser, yep. the bad boss, yep. the neurotic, mm -hmm. the airhead. So, I am a bad boss, right? Because I 
treat myself badly, I'm gonna file a Me Too case against me for touching me inappropriately. When I didn't want to be touched, goddammit, and that is not a joke. I'm trying to make light of sexual assault. I shouldn't do that. Which brings me to the second order of business. I'm also an airhead, and I'm a fucking neurotic mess, right? People call me a Nimrod. I think that's what that means. Nimrod, I don't know. Whatever she said a moment ago. Let's hear it one more time. At all. The lovable loser. The bad boss. The neurotic. Yeah, neurotic. And then, uh, you know, lovable loser. Blah, blah, blah. You know. You know. You know. Overachiever. Like I am. Anyway. Airhead. Incidentally, these are all stock characters found in Commedia dell'arte. Or the artist's comedy of late. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck off! It's soft. That's how. That's that's my favorite kind of cookie, dude. A soft one. Fuck out of here. Nice and fresh, dude. I can't even finish this sandwich, but I ate half of the sandwich, so I'm going to, I'm allowing myself to have a little piece of this cookie. If I don't finish the whole sandwich, I can't have the cookie, you know? You can't, you can't do that to yourself. Unless, I might eat it. I might eat it all right now and regret it later. I'm not sure. We'll see how I feel about it. Renaissance Italy, and they have yet to get old. The Commedia rule for creating comic characters is find the flaw, then play it up. Or you can try playing with opposites. When the smartest guy in the room does the stupidest thing, or the doofus outwits the brainiac, we tend to laugh because we didn't see that coming. Ancient Greek funny man Aristotle is said to have said, the secret to humor is surprise. This surprise, or incongruity theory of humor, says we laugh at things that seem out of place or run up against our expectations. Like a frog dating a pig, or a lizard selling insurance, a baby disco dancing, a nun disco dancing, a cat disco dancing. Actually, a baby, a nun, or a cat doing pretty much anything, especially involving disco. One fun way to find incongruities is by drawing connections, actually drawing them, with a mind map. Start small. Pick a word. I choose pickle. Jot it down, then quick as you can, try making connections. What do pickles make me think of? Who eats pickles? What treasured pickle memories do I have from childhood? Another great way to generate comedic material is to shift from observation to imagination. Try going from what is to what if. Like, what if, instead of a horse, for example, you just had a pair of coconuts? Okay, let's think of some other memorable moments in history, literature, or film. Now, what if they featured coconuts? Get wild, let it go. Even if an idea seems overdone, or too obvious, or just plain dumb, try jotting it down anyway. What's obvious to you may not be to the next person. And the That is a concept that I often struggle with because I am, I don't have a whole lot of shit 
happen to me, right? But I've had some things happen, and sometimes they're throwaway stories, or at least I think they're throwaway stories that I think nobody would find interesting. But occasionally on a live stream, I will, you know, bring this up, and then it turns out people are like, "No, that's a, it's actually an interesting thing that you bring up." So. You should talk about that. Like, I guess there's a lot of interesting stuff that has happened in your life. Where, I mean, to me, it seems like it's, you know, nothing interesting about it at all. I live a very boring life, you know. But maybe not. I mean, this one, this one seems, this is the video so far that is like the best. As far as simple, right, to the point. I don't feel intimidated by it. I don't know what that says about me. That it takes a fucking cartoon rabbit, and you know, to 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 you know, not intimidate me so much. But it's also you know, she's not using. She's using some big words that I don't recognize. But still, opposite of the dumbest idea might just turn out to be the smartest. Mm. What about all that dumb stuff that happens in real life? Have you ever noticed how much comedy revolves around things that irritate, frustrate, and humiliate us? Will Rogers said, everything's funny as long as it happens to somebody else. Mm. So if you're having a crummy morning, imagine it happening to a character you're writing about. And by afternoon, you may at least get a funny story out of it. Once you've got your characters and story, here are a few quick and easy comedy writing tricks to make them zing. Angry beavers. The rule of three, or zig, zig, zag. Try setting up an expected pattern, zig, zig, then flip it, zag. Misdirection. A rabbi, a priest, and a coconut walk into a bar. The punchline rule says put your punch at the end of the line. A rabbi, a priest, and a coconut walk into a disco. That brings up the rule of K. For some reason, words with a K sound catch our ears and are considered comical. Coconut, disco, pickles, crickets. Okay, so we don't always get the laugh. Humor is subjective. Comedy is trial and error. Writing is rewriting. Just keep trying. Find the flaws, discover the details, insert incongruities, incorporate K words, and remember the most important rule of writing funny, have fun. As Charles Dickens said, there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter and good humor. And disco. So, if I'm learning anything from doing this researching is that nobody knows how to fucking be funny. We all think we have ideas of how you arrive at that venue, but nobody really knows. That kind of sucks. I thought there was a, like a surefire way, you know? Let's see what this one is about. Ricky Gervais, almost like Grievous again. Jokes are stories. How do you put together memories and memorize? Oh, I thought he was saying, how do you choose which is right for you? That would be nice. Why your jokes suck? Well, I'm definitely going to look into that. Ah, oh, I thought that was Greg Giraldo for a minute. He's one of my heroes, too. Rest in peace, Greg Giraldo. One of the funniest fucking dudes. 
Hi, Jerry Corley, StandUpComedyClinic.com. Who? You ever ask the question, where's the funny come from? How do I... Okay, I have to fight the urge to just be like, hey, fuck you, right? Because I know what he looks like. Oh, again, sorry. What he looks like and what he talking like are different. You look at this guy's face and you expect him to use racial slurs and things of that nature. Or at least I do because he looks like every fucking wannabe clan member that was in my high school. But I don't want, I can't judge the man. He's only trying to help us, so let's move past that ignorant part of ourselves, and let's see what he has to say. How do I make it funny? How do I get it to be really funny? Here's the answer. The genius is in the simplicity. Hi, Jerry Corley, StandUpComedyClinic.com with another episode of Ask the Joke Doctor. In this episode, we're gonna discuss the genius being in the simplicity of- Oh, I don't feel well. Oh, I don't feel well. That's not good. This is what happens when you don't eat for days. I made a sandwich earlier, and then I started to get hungry, and I just ate half of that, and that was too much. Now I don't feel well. And I'm just gonna feel bad now for hours sucks oh man this fucking sucks god damn it well I gotta put this sandwich away so you know what do we do I'll tell you what we do we're not stopping because I don't want to have to throw this in the editor which I realize I'm gonna have to do anyway but oh well let's do something a little different right Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Give me a fucking time, will you? You dare. You were the only one that was ever nice to me. Your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. Make sure you get your whole head in front of the shotgun. Thank you for calling. Sucker, I need money. Trying to sell a pair of fucking sneakers on Facebook, and these these cunts are like, "Yo, I just had somebody message me this morning, 
asking me if they were still available. And now they're like, it looks like this item has been listed for over two weeks. Have you sold it? No. Your listing hasn't been renewed recently, so it's less visible on the marketplace. Would you like to renew it now? Yeah. Okay, we've renewed your listing, and you can renew it five more times after seven days, till which then you have to delete it and then re-upload it again. Of the structure of the joke. We had a weekend workshop this weekend at my studio here in Burbank, and it was uh, just a blast. I mean, we had a pretty full group, and we were writing jokes on a method called the incongruity method. Some of you who have been following me may be, may be familiar with this method. It's basically taking a statement, uh, a headline, a quote, a fact about you, uh, something that, you know, any kind of statement, and then turning it into a joke by using the specific listing technique. Now, incongruity is a form of a joke that takes two dissimilar ideas that are converging in the statement, and it juxtaposes them and makes the joke. Now, here is the simplicity of this particular type of joke form. By the way, this particular joke form is used by almost every comic out there, or it is used by every comic out there. It is the most commonly used structure in comedy today. Just imposing the conditions of one idea onto another idea and coming up with the funny. Jerry Seinfeld does this by imposing human traits on an inanimate object or an animal. You know, well, I don't know, what is it with horses? I don't think the horses really know they're racing. I think horses are sitting at the starting gate going, I know there's a bag of oats at the end of this, and I want to get there first. That's as simple as it gets. He imposes the values of humans onto an animal and acts it out. Now, you can do this in various ways. There are different methods to do this. You can just take two dissimilar ideas and converge them. I do this when I state my lineage, my heritage, my ethnicity. I'm Irish and Native American, Irish and American Indian. That's my lineage, so you know pretty much that I have VIP seats waiting for me at any AA meeting, quite frankly. I walk into that meeting, it's like, hey, Running Bear O'Reilly, we have a chair for you in the front row. Simple as that, right? You're taking two dissimilar ideas and converging them. So how does that work with headlines? It can be this simple. And it's so fun to do this in a classroom. Because if you think about it, when we think about comedy, we think, wow, it's sad, they're so good. How do they get that good? That's gotta be so hard. And we try to be clever. One of my biggest weaknesses is that I try to be too clever with the writing. You know, I just try to, I wanna show everybody how clever I am. When in reality, the funny is actually in the simplicity of the structure. If you understand the nine laughter triggers that get human beings to laugh, one of them, as you're aware, is coincidence. Another one is recognition, and another one is incongruity. There are nine, those are three of the nine, but these are very powerful laughter triggers. Coincidence is super powerful, so is recognition, so is incongruity. If you take two dissimilar ideas and show how they are similar, the audience will laugh. Number one reason they laugh is because you're taking two dissimilar ideas and solving a point. You know, uh, sex is a lot like going to the gym. Right? And they go, and the audience goes, ooh, how? And the moment you solve that problem with something that's pretty obvious, the coincidental and the recognition laughter triggers kick in. First of all, it's like recognition. We understand having sex, and we understand going to the gym. 
we see those as two totally separate issues. But when we actually show how similar they are, that's when it snaps on to that, that kind of coincidence laughter trigger. And we're like, oh, I never thought about it that way. That's so true. So we, as human beings, as audiences, love to be fooled, but we hate to be made fools of. So if you do something so simpler, so simple like a pun or a dumb joke, we fold our arms, or something implausible, we fold our arms and go, yeah, don't try to make a fool out of me. I get, I, you know, it's like a magician, you see the trap door. It's like you'll fold your arms and go, no, I saw the, I saw the trap door, dude, you can't fool me. But as a, as a, a, a if you see, a, and what, what happens when we watch ma magicians? We're fascinated, right? Wow, how do they do that, it's so amazing. And yet another magician will watch another magician go, oh, I see what he did there. That's the hide the thing before the such and such trick. And uh, I love the way he finessed it. Very nice, right? But because they know the craft. Everybody else doesn't know the craft. They see the genius. You ever have a magician show you how the trick works? And you go, huh, that was simple. That's kind of how comedy is. It's actually simple. But we finesse it to the audience, and the audience goes, wow, how'd they do that? What a coincidence. I never thought about it that way. Because most people are not taking the time to think about the nuances of language and of situations and of words. So, and most audiences are super linear. We're taught our whole lives to think in context. So if you're working with an audience, and you're taking them down one road, and you give them another idea suddenly, all of a sudden they go, oh, never thought about it that way. That's so true. If you've got them doing that, you've got them compelled, and you're winning them over. And this is how you win the audience over, with the genius of the simplicity. So let me show you how this works. I'm gonna give you a subject. I'm gonna give you a headline, rather. And the headline's gonna be, and the headline's going to include two clearly identifiable ideas that are converging in the in the headline. When you see this, then you're going to when you see this, then you're going to then you're going to get it and 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 know Yo, how it you're works. Clipping. So understanding the genius being in the simplicity. The fuck? Let's take a look at this headline. This is in the news. I use this as an exercise in my workshops. So some of you have been to my workshops will have experienced this exercise, but go with me. Every time you do it new, you come up with brand new ideas, and this weekend was absolutely... All right, what? So come on, bro. You're, 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 you're taking too long to get to the point. You're fucking killing me. I'm going to scrap this. This is fucking dog shit. This guy's putting me to fucking sleep here. You can probably see it. My goddamn eyes are closing, sitting here listening to this guy drone on. We're fucking six minutes into an 18 minute video and all he's done is use several of the same words over and over again and not get to the fucking point. What are you, me? Trying to record a podcast hour? Get to it, motherfucker. Come on. Let's take a look at Woof. this headline. This is in the news. I use this as an exercise in my workshops. So some of you have been to my workshops will have experienced this exercise, but go with me. Every time you do it new, you come up with brand new ideas, and this weekend was absolutely no different. Somebody came up with something with this particular headline, doing the technique that I have never heard before, and it was genius, but genius in its- Was it? As you'll find out. So we take this particular line. The body of a 40-year-old woman was found in a processing plant for McDonald's restaurants. 
So think about it, the body of a 40-year-old woman found in a processing plant for McDonald's restaurants. Incongruity as a joke form is when you take two or more clearly identifiable ideas and converge them. So if we have, what do we have in this particular sentence? Do we have two dissimilar ideas that are clearly identifiable and that are converging? Yes. We have body of a 40-year-old woman uh, and we have McDonald's. Uh, so what you would do in this scenario is take as long as possible to get to the fucking point, apparently. I understand what you're doing. I know you want to make this as clear as possible, but for fuck's sake, how many different ways are you going to say the same thing? What are you, a fucking politician? Do you not know how to explain how to write jokes? Because if you don't, just say that. Be like, dude, you clicked my video, my job is done. I just wanted you to be here, and now that you are, I have no reason to keep your attention. So long now. Bye-bye then. Table uh, with two columns. On one side, you'd have everything you can think about dealing with McDonald's. On the other side, everything you can think about dealing with the body of a 40-year-old woman. So I ask everybody just to list everything dealing with the body of a 40-year-old woman first, or McDonald's first, doesn't matter, and then other side uh, doing the McDonald's or the body of a 40-year-old woman, depending on how you're mapped out your, your table. So what happens just is this. Is just, I give ah, categories. I go, just, think about ah, phrases, come on. Phrases, cliches, come on. Again, can't take it anymore. Everything you can think about dealing with body of a 40-year-old woman. Woo! Let's take a shot. Every time he repeats himself and not get to a motherfucking point, let's take a shot. Huh? I'm just gonna, gonna throw shit at you. I'm gonna throw- Boo! Give me some tomatoes, this motherfucker. Phrases, ideas that could fit uh, either uh, literally uh, or metaphorically. Uh, uh, Once you have that idea, you've got the essence of a joke. Because you're showing two dissimilar ideas being similar. Really? In this situation, the body of a 40-year-old woman was found in a processing plant for McDonald's restaurants. All oh you're doing now God. is trying to associate one with the other. That's the name of the game in this particular joke. Fucking we've heard these joke forms before. As, as I Eight minutes not has still not gotten to the point, this fucking guy. I don't know what he's doing. I, I really don't understand what the purpose of this is. Hey, yeah, fucking, the deer is outside smoking up with store. So I'm walking somewhere up. So I asked her for a cigarette, please. And she says you don't have any. Yeah, she just said, yeah, she just texted me. You know, I don't have any remember. That's why. Then what I are you smoking you on outside right now? Don't you like? Why don't you say that? Enough with the bullshit. You just gave this just, motherfucker I like a half a pack last night. I just night. waved to her. And, you, know, before, you know, after I sent it. Well, that that's great that we we gave her the last of what we have, knowing that we can't replace it. That's it. No more. Yeah, no I'm more. No more. I don't care. I don't care how long she goes without it. We're not helping her anymore. It's enough. The fuck do we look like? Just handing shit out for free?
fuck out of here. It's fucking dirt necks. I get to this, you'll see how it, uh, how it works out. Now, as they're listening, I just ask them, what did you come up with in your list? And for the body of the 40-year-old woman, fuck one of the gals in the class came oh, up with yeah. the idea oh, of, yeah. um, the idea was a midlife crisis. And I was like, whoa, midlife crisis, that's awesome. Now, how does that fit in to this? Body of a 40-year-old woman, 40-year-old woman may be experiencing a midlife crisis, correct? Now, McDonald's, what could that be metaphorically on the McDonald's side? The list, the, the, the actual, maybe a possible value meal, right? About some, some item or some, uh, some meal on the, on the value menu. So if you think about, so one of the jokes I wrote with this particular line when it was a headline in the news was, body of a 40-year-old woman was found in the processing plant for McDonald's restaurants. McDonald's has put a positive spin on this. They, they're now claiming, they, can now, they now can claim that their chicken sandwiches are made with real breasts. 40-year-old saggy breasts, but real breasts nonetheless. Would you like thighs with that? Yeah, it's all part of their new, uh, their new value menu with their, you know, and you could actually maybe do an act out to have somebody going, hmm, tastes like midlife crisis. I can't take, have- I can't take this guy. I can't take this fucking guy anymore. You know what? Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. I'm out. Fuck this shit up. I quit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and children of all ages. Yes. I lied. Don't do that. Welcome to the biggest train wreck on the internet. Here we go. We're going to make it so that trains are obsolete. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. Nobody knows that song with me. No, I'm just watching you do this. So, hello. We decided to. I gotta not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Those levels jumped. Jesus. Those levels jumped like somebody whose t- stocks just tanked. Forty <laughs> fifth floor window. Here we come. Yeah, really. I just not. Whoa! Let me av- <laughs> let me avoid that. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be good. All right, all right, all right. So. We figured we were going to put a podcast together and stop doing that. The lap. Use the lap. Yeah. Lap it up. Oh, don't. don't <laughs> lap it up. <laughs> All right. And, you know, it's not starting up well. I don't even think we got to the rails. No. I don't, I don't think so. I think they tried to set the train on it and it just fell off into the dirt. <laughs> this, is, this is already off to a fucking smash bang. Yep. So... This is a new thing. I don't know how often that we're going to do this or we're going to put it out, but we're stretching it out. First, let me tell you where you can find this train wreck before we even give you any content because where you're going to be able to find it is important. Maybe we should just call the podcast train wreck. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, it's just the train wreck. It's the never Hindenburg. Gonna, it's never going to be called. <laughs> we live in Jersey. Diplomatic community. <laughs> we're allowed to say it. Yep. Um, yeah, the podcast, this is a brand new venture from, uh, Jack of One Trade. You guys know him from his reaction videos already. Um, so we're branching out. We're going to be creating some new content and you're going to be able to find this stuff, uh, right away on SoundCloud. That's going to be the very first place it's going to land because SoundCloud was very easy to set up for podcasts. 
we're looking to move to Spotify and uh, the iTunes uh, store as well. So you'll be able to get the podcast there too. Yeah, so that you don't have to be confined to one thing. We don't want you to have to go download another app in your phone. You probably don't have the storage for that. And then it's difficult to find it. You don't need all that in your Mm -hmm. life. So I'll make sure that the link is in the description with the Twitch, the Twitter, the Instagram, and obviously the YouTube. But, you know, a few people had mentioned they wanted a podcast just because of how off the wall everything is. I Mm -hmm. guess they really enjoyed it. One guy was even saying he was listening to one of the live streams on the train. Yeah, on his commute. Yeah, so I thought, you know what, man? I know for me, I just feel like for me, fucking Bill Burr shit. <laughs> <laughs> for me, you know, you gotta sound like a real pretentious douche nozzle. Yeah. yeah, you know, I people from no, I'm not, I'm not gonna make that joke. I was about to steal a joke so bad, Ugh. but like, yeah, we we understand the value in it because that's something that I used to use a lot. Podcasts were like one of my big sources of entertainment when I was on the road working. So like. We're like, fuck it. Like, why not just do it? I mean, I just do Ke- it. Kevin and I shoot the shit constantly anyway. Uh, so you get to just hear our ramblings through here now. And uh, yeah, I guess probably what you should do is on one of your next videos. Uh, I was gonna. Just let me get to it. <laughs> Yo, excuse me, by the way. You're gonna hear like a sharp oh. blow after I do that every time. I just ate pork adobo and I drank monster and my breath smells like a demon's asshole right now. Yeah, it's not okay though. <laughs> really, it's not. Um, <clears throat> what, was, what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah. So maybe on one of your new videos announce this so, and then throw the link in. You'll be able to find this is gonna be our very first podcast episode. So by the way, this is totally like a trial run where we didn't set up with any topics yet because nope. there are two ways to go with this a lot of the time you can either pick topics and kind of run off of them or you can do improv- improvisational stuff we're going to try the improv route first yeah because you know what we could come in well here's the what I my line of thinking is we could have jumped on here for the first one and had topics and all that shit but then it seems kind of cookie cutterish and disingenuine a little bit I kind of feel like because people are I think If I know the audience somewhat, like I think I might. Yeah. It seems like they like the off the cuff shit. Well, if I okay for the introduction anyway. If if I can make an argument to that, the whole the whole thing with topics is it's still improv. It just what it does is it gives you a place to start. Like it's something to think about that you can riff off of right off the bat. So we're trying. We're gonna try the zero slate way first. We're gonna have no topics and. Kind of just see what we come up with as we go. Well, I mean, I was already sitting here thinking about, like, did we just... He just helped me tremendously put a logo together for the SoundCloud and the YouTube banner. And... Yeah, it, shout out. Can I give a shout out? Yeah, time? yeah. Shout out to Canva.com. Uh, C-A-N-V-A.com. We're not getting sponsored or nothing. We're not nope. even close to that yet. But nope. um, Canva is so, so great for putting together quick quick branding stuff for like your, whatever you might be doing your social media channel podcast youtube channel things like this it's just a really quick and fun uh, simple to use graphic design program it's it's actually an um uh, it's an in in browser app that you can use on their website so canva.com and also pixabay you can get free stock imagery and stuff from there too that's that's the kind of stuff we were using to put it together in the pictures kevin just burped kevin just burped don't ignore it <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't ignore it. Disgusting and unprofessional. Yes, it is. <laughs> the the pictures they did have, some of them were up for a dollar. Yeah, so, they have some. And if you have a pro account, too, you can actually get... There's some images you can get just as part as your pro, of your pro payment. Which is not bad. That's not bad. And I mean, look, obviously no we're way. not sponsored, but full disclosure, if we're going to talk about a product... It's going to be because it's something that we've used in our lives. Shit's got to be good. Yeah, it has yeah. to be good because we're not going to talk about something unless it's terrible. It's either going to be really yeah. good or completely terrible. <laughs> or horrifically shitty. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That, by the way, you can expect that too. Anybody that's a regular to the YouTube channel, yep. we are going to be firing off the soundboard. It just We haven't, we're, we're kind of like, we're figuring out how to riff. Horrifically shitty. So, yeah, no. <laughs> So far, our dialogue is, and we apologize. But like, no, we're gonna be getting that sound. Sorry, what was that? What was that, Big J? I didn't quite hear you. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, like so. All right, well, that's something. It's actually I did that on purpose, even though I kind of stepped on what you were saying, just to get a feel for the two different levels because Jacob's drop is a lot louder than Jay's drop. Is it really one instance? Yeah, because what? Check this one out. Is Oh, that's the wrong one. Versus. It's horrifically shitty. Oh, true. And his is a little bit more tinny, too. That might actually kind of screech. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, the, the levels seem to be good. By the way, we're using Audacity, too. Shout out, Audacity. Free fucking audio recording program. Love that shit. Yeah, dude. I mean, man, look. This stuff is very intimidating. You too can be a podcaster with these three simple steps. <laughs> you could do it. It's really simple. It's no problem. You got a podcast, you got something to say, you want to shoot off at the mouth, but the guy at the corner store is no, will, no longer willing to listen. You know what? Fuck that guy, first of all. Yeah. You give him business, you're probably keeping that place alive. Yeah, this uh, guy don't know nothing. Second of all, there's plenty of places you can shoot off at the mouth, and that's called podcasting. Yeah, you don't understand. Oh, we're doing this? Alright, may your first child <laughs> be a masculine child. <laughs> shout out Artie Lang. I, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to be... Pl- that's getting... That's you just got to talk over him. You yeah. got to talk over him. Fuck it. All right. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. I mean... It's not your fault. I'm a good person. It's not your fault. My mom said so. It's not your fault. All right. I'm, I don't know the rest <laughs> of the Goodwill hunting <laughs> quotes, <laughs> so I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not your... You should do this as an audition. Yeah. <laughs> See how it goes. Oh, you know what? We actually... We were looking to make Forrest Gump, too. We could use this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He just repeats shit and he hits except, his head. You know what? Except I like chocolates. So I'm just going to say... I like turtles. Yeah, <laughs> But he doesn't say I like chocolates. He said life is like a box of chocolates. Life is like a cage of turtles. I don't feed them and they die quick. <laughs> <laughs> I forget to put air holes in it. <clears throat> That's how I was raised. Oh my God. But dude, some of this stuff... Some of this stuff comes off like it's kind of intimidating. At first, if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know anything about it, you think that everybody dropped a whole bunch of money in making designs Fuck and doing no. things like this, dude. But if you know exactly where to go, like when he pulled up Canva, dude, it, the amount of simplicity that came along with this thing was... A lot better than the sentence I just tried to put together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
It's not as anywhere near as bad as you would think it would be. No, the with with Canva, literally, it's it's almost like a search engine. You look for what you want to do. So one of the things we set up was a SoundCloud page, like I said, to do the to do the banner. I literally typed in SoundCloud banner, and it gave me a box with the exact dimensions for the for the banner, and it was just filling in imagery, text, picking fonts, picking colors. And that's it. It's just a simple way to do things. So anyway, Canva.com. Yeah, if you guys are thinking of doing this kind of stuff and you want to start doing your branding stuff, uh, I've also used it in my marketing efforts with my other company. It, it, it's a great, great tool for up and coming. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Entrepreneurs. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, really Not bad Campbell. breath, dude. <laughs> fucking Agent Orange, apparently. <laughs> fucking disgusting. God damn it, that is worse. That that's if they, you know, in the army when you have to like get ready to go into war zones and stuff, they train you, they put you in a box, and they let me burp in it <laughs> without a gas mask. Well, just so you know, pork adobo. Yeah. Oof. I mean, it just that, sounds like a bad decision. It did. That's what it was. It was pork adobo, and you already said that, I just realized, as it was coming out of my face. Well, that's all good. But we're here now. Pork adobo has three O's in it. That's how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, oh. So, what is, for the people that may not know, what is pork adobo? <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be our first fucking topic. Okay. This is going to be our first. I'm not, are we, am I ripping off a of pork adobo right now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So anyway. No, no, dude. It's, it's, it's a pork dish that Filipino people make that is used solely to give white guys fucking uh, culture. Uh, I was going to say halitosis. <laughs> Why would it give them culture? I mean, it, it probably... doesn't hang cr- up curtains in their house. It, pro- <laughs> it probably gives them interesting stomach cultures. <laughs> well, fucking, I guarantee you spit in a Petri dish after a plate of pork adobo, you're sizzling through the glass. That's all there is to it. And that's my bottom line. Uh, yeah, no, pork adobo is really good. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's it's a traditional Filipino dish. He's got a Filipino place down the, down the road from where he lives here and... I said so. Because I said so, really. Yeah. Like, well, dude, like, I mean, like, okay, so it is a pork dish, but in all seriousness, before I knew that you ate this, I had never heard of it once in my life. No, Filipino food is still relatively unknown. Uh, it's it's starting, I've noticed that it's starting to come up. Like, I think I saw a, uh, you ever watch that show uh, Chef's Table on Netflix before? No. I, did you see the weed show? That they made where oh, yeah, yeah. cooking on high? So How stupid. lame is that? It's so stupid. Oh, like, listen, dude. We're going to make you a know, show on Netflix. This is really becoming one of those those issues with me where, like, it's the same thing. I'm not going to go into what they are because, I, you know, I don't want us to get lambasted off the air within the first ten minutes. But <laughs> there are certain things that I think don't need to be social issues. You can just do them and shut up. Yep. And weed is, de- like, all of a sudden it's like this really, like, hip culture thing to be like and I'm gonna make spaghetti with weed and I'm gonna make stroganoff with weed and I'm gonna make what I like to call bonbons you know what I mean dude? just make and a cookie and shut the just, fuck yeah, up just whatever dude you use cannabis I'll be like oh wow that's cool they're using that like you don't need to announce on. it to, like yeah. dude eating weed is not gonna yeah. make you cool bro yeah you yeah. know just, 
Like, come on. And then they got a fucking... The guy that they have hosting the show looks like a fucking oh, guitar tech at Lollapalooza. Oh, like, my God. It just like... Hey man, today we're gonna don't move over, Guy Fieri, because Chad Chatterson's here. He's gonna dude. I, I watched that show it. for five minutes and I heard that guy talk. I was like, this is not what they're doing. No, like you, dude. Can we stop acting like drugs have personalities? Well, yeah, no. Like I, when I hear th- that guy that hosts, yeah, yeah, I heard him with his opening monologue, and I was like, he's like a walking jigsaw puzzle where you have to fill in the gray matter. Like oh, I can, t- I can tell it's missing. Shit. Like, uh oh, let's see if we can, let's see if we can get fourth grade put together again. Dude has no brain, I, and every one of them on there's just like, yeah, I'm just fucking like weed, dude, you know. But anyway, I suppose I'll make a penny regard with it. That's fine. I, I just, gonna I can't get in. Man. If I can, for anybody that may not know, I was gonna see if I could pull his voice up. Oh, it sounds like such a douche. I, yeah, like what I was saying with. Uh, with weed just becoming now this like, oh, we're going to, and you know what it is really? Like, it's just like them flaunting that it's kind of okay now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, all it is. It's another way. It's another way for these greedy cocksuckers to stick their fingers in the pies that are marijuana money. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all. And it will, it, even in a broader sense, it's like, look how hip we are. Yeah, like, like dude, like, you're not though. We're Netflix, dude. We put a show about cooking with weed on here. It's like it's fucking weed, dude. But my my stepdad used to smoke weed. It's not as cool as you're making it out. To yeah, and like, can we stop pretending like this is a brand new thing? People have been doing this for fucking years. What fancy? That's what I'm saying. Okay. We're just talking about it in the open now. That's the only difference. Like, dude. Do a survey. Hey, can we have some more dead air real quick, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was up. my that that was my light bulb <laughs> turning up. on slowly. Yo, serve up a platter of weed infused dead air. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm sober as a bird. <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But dude, cannabis hundred to what? Talk oh. to a hundred stoners and. Yeah. Find out how many of them are making fancy meals at their house with their weed. They're not doing that. Yeah, they're not like they're making I, brownies and cookies <laughs> and maybe a little ice cream here and there if they have the fancy machinery to do that. Yeah, grandma's over. What's the secret to your cockovine? And you're just like hashish, grandma. Yeah, fucking but, Turkish dank. Let me see if I can get this to play so you can hear a little bit of this. I mean, I can't. Still a little cooking on high. Burst for us real quick or what? Okay. About to chef it up, cooking with the green leaf. Yeah. Okay, cooking on high. I am that guy. If you want to get with me, you better no, 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 no. Yeah, and it's like that. What they did is they picked, they picked the lowest common denominator people to represent these these things, and no, 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 no. Like just find find somebody. Like if you were to put somebody on there. That was like genuine, like up there with like kind of an Alton Brown when it comes to like food and and food culture and food science, or even like this, or like an Anthony Bourdain or something. No, no, not even with weed. No, like somebody, like a somebody that's going to come on there sounding like a fucking pro, but they happen to use weed. Who is that? Who is that guy? Oh fuck! 
Not, not Mike Fie Mike Fieri. That's not even his name. Guy Fieri. The other dude, he has a Wolf Puck restaurant, I think. A Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, like a guy like that that knows that wasn't the guy I was thinking of. <laughs> I don't of, even know but... if I can picture Wolfgang Puck yeah, talking about using weed. And not today, we're going to make a strong enough with a weed. Bam! Sounds like fucking Tommy Wiseau. Dude, like, here, here's the guy's voice. So you, you spit some bars, right? You're a rapper, you do a little bit of music here and there? I chef it up. I chef up with the words sometimes. Can we, st first of all, if, if I could, please. Nobody says, bro, you spit some bars, first of all. Yeah. <clears throat> Nobody says that. And secondly, where did you find this Pauly Shore ripoff oh. from? Where, what, what? What rock did you pull this asshole out from? Secret ingredient is purple sticky punch. The weasel. Fucking so. <laughs> so fucking dumb. I, like, what I'm saying is that show to me, because I know what they're kind of trying to do. I Like, if. I mean, what they're really doing is they're selling to the lowest common denominator, too. But, like. Which is what they, people what, that are ripped out of their mind watching Netflix at yeah, home. What I imagine their mission would be. With with you know doing a, doing a show like that is and to well. is to normalize the consumption and smoking of marijuana. So if you're gonna do something like that, use somebody that's almost a a more refined representative of that kind These of stuff. So like, yeah. so, well, not even the communities like culinary arts. Like, find somebody that's, like, a chef, but they're like, and I also happen to know a, a really good recipe that I can use weed in. Instead of this, yeah, dude, I'm going to fucking rip a bong real quick, and then I'm going to show you how to make some mac and cheese with this shit. Yeah, because, dude, all the people I know that smoke weed don't sound like that. No. They don't talk like that. They don't, no. and they don't also, these guys sound like the same kind of guys that try to throw weed into every topic yeah. yep. that they talk about. That is exactly what I'm talking, and Ugh. right away, that is what turned me off, dude. It, they're the stereotype of potheads. Yeah. I don't want the stereotype of a pothead showing no. me how to fucking cook something. No, and show me how to do something cool that I can do at home, yeah. that as a layman, yeah, I can man. have confidence in trying to make it. And by the way, I did, I, I made it far enough into the first episode, I was able to watch them make some stuff it's really cool like they they actually did they, like they showed you how to um uh, like the process of vaporization to make the to make the can of butter like fucking work so that it mm. works with the dish that you're cooking and it doesn't necessarily like dominate the flavors that you're trying to put into the dish but the the fucking attitude and the personalities of these people i couldn't watch another episode and i didn't even make it through the first i dude when that guy started rapping i oh, tapped right, out yeah no right on don't make me cringe for one episode oh, in. Oh my god! Like dude, that's cringy. I love hip hop and rap music, but the one thing I can't stand more than anything is somebody faking the funk, dude. Uh, <laughs> I, honest to God, I can't. I can't handle. I it. love that term. <laughs> Yo, man, don't fake. I wanted to. I want to use that in the most inappropriate setting. Fuck yeah! Like, like I see somebody giving a eulogy. Like, you know, <laughs> Uncle Henry. I, I, him and I, we we didn't really see eye to eye, but he was a pillar of his community. Everybody down at the hardware store loved him. But yeah, don't fake the funk. You fucking hated that. Yeah, thing. like I want to do that shit right in the middle of like the most inappropriate setting. And real quick, I just I wanted I don't I've never mentioned this in a video before, but since we're on the subject of death, dude. Oh, all right. The funniest <laughs> fucking thing. The funniest Let's fucking see this thing, bro, was my grandfather just passed away a couple yeah, that of years was, ago. Dude, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I get a fucking rim shot or what? <laughs> but um, this. 
Wow. Ugh. Holy shit. Dude, we're sitting in the car and we're we're talking about it that he died like right before or after Christmas. Oh, I this remember. is the, okay. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Christmas music gets brought up somehow into the conversation, yeah. and you just look at me with a straight face and just go, "Well, that'll be his." Final Silent Night or something like, along I, those lines, oh, dude. Yeah, I can't even remember what I said. I was like, "Oh, uh, somebody's gonna be having a silent night." Yeah, dude, bro, I cried so hard. It was one of those like, you know how like if you're if you're not feeling well, but you're not sure how not well you're feeling. Like, it, I don't know if you've ever had this happen. I definitely have. You're talking to somebody and you'll just fucking puke. Like it was yeah. like it was like that kind of reaction. Like I couldn't stop myself from saying it. Yeah. And right away, I had the eyes. I, I'm looking at Kevin, and I'm like, "Oh my fucking god! I think I just lost one of my best friends." And uh, and he yeah. starts shitting himself, laughing, and then I'm laughing, and I'm like, "I can't believe we're laughing at this right now." <laughs> Not my best work, but that shit was like it, because it was just the it was the worst time I could have said it. But dude, that is the that for me personally. That is the best thing in the world. Well, that's always been your something. coping thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, because dude, if you can't make a joke out of it, it like don't, don't be around me, man. Just, yeah, I don't want to be. If I can take myself from a sad place and shit my pants laughing over yeah. that same sad thing, I'm gonna do that because yeah. the person that you're burying doesn't want to see you. And metaphorically speaking, obviously, I mean, who the fuck knows what happens? We're not even gonna go down that route. But they would they would rather see you enjoying something and in their memory too, yeah, yeah. rather than sitting around and crying and feeling bad. That doesn't look. You're gonna have these emotions. It's going to happen. But I don't think that you want to. You don't want to weigh yourself down like that if you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Especially because you need to quickly. At least for me, I don't know about you, but. Start suffering the, from depression start and on the path to recovery as quick as immediately yeah, because yeah, yeah. dude with the with the depression shit bro once you start to get in a slump dude yeah. that's it you can be stuck in the motors for a while see I wish I could say that I had that mentality but I don't like I straight yeah. up I don't I'm the guy that when it, when somebody dies, yeah. you know, I'll make jokes about death all day. I listen to all kinds of fucking crazy, depressing music. Yeah, yeah. Somebody dies. If I if I knew them, if I spent any sort of real time with them, yeah. I get fucked up. Like I, I really, I, I I get brought down pretty fucking hard. See, I I don't know why, dude. It just doesn't. No, it's better that you don't. It it doesn't it connect. That's with a you weakness I have for sure. Right away, it will hit me after. A couple of days after in small segments where yeah. I'll just be sitting around doing nothing and oh, something yeah, and will the, trigger a memory. The fleeting thought. Yep. It, yeah, it'll just fly in and then... But it flies out too, though. Yeah, yeah. It does get... Yeah. I do. I have like flash breakdowns when shit like that happens and then it's just like, oh, well, you know what? I still got to take a shit and I, I got to finish this chapter in this book. Yeah. So like that's, you know, it'll... Real life... I don't want to say real life because that makes it sound like it's not real, but like the the... The normalness of life takes back over pretty quick. Once you start getting into that scabbing up phase, definitely, that's when it happens. Because then you're like, once in a while, you'll like, you'll fucking, you'll flex the muscle and you're, you'll tear the wound, but then it patches up real fucking quick. It does, know? but I mean, when you have, I think when you have issues like this, you, you almost. You almost have a default mode as to kind of having an idea of how to get it to scab over. Already. Yeah, no, you do. You definitely do. You learn like quickly. Uh, okay, how to, how to solve that fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And 
It, like, I, I know that when I was younger, the very first death I ever witnessed, wow, I can't believe this is where this is going. Yeah, but you know what, though, dude? Fuck somebody, it, I must want to... Somebody that could be listening to this right now could be going through this very thing, and maybe they need this in their life at this very moment. Well, then this next part's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah they're gonna they're gonna dwell on it pretty hard after what I say. But they're like, gonna take a hot bath with a razor blade. Yeah, no, Jesus. <laughs> By the way, disclaimer: we don't condone suicide or any self harm. Jesus. No. Oh, sorry. Woo. <laughs> um, no, the very first death I had ever had to, I, I'm I'm gonna say witness, but also to me it felt like taking part in mm. was my grandmother when I was younger. She. Um, What'd she sound like during one of our? What's that? What do you mean? What'd she sound like? How did she talk? I'm dying. No, I'm kidding. Oh my god. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. I love you. <laughs> Madeline Brightbeck, you're my fucking hero. Anyway, um, she, uh, you want me to put on a voice? I'm not well, No, I thought voice. it was the Italian grandmother. That's why I said that. Oh, no, no. I'll get to that later. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, I, I got some to... dark shit coming up for that. But oh, great. No, this was my mother's mother. Um, she was, I mean, she was a saint. A, li- a living saint. Yeah. She, perfect person. There's not a single person that didn't hold her in, like... The highest regard, sweetest person in the world growing up. And when she was dying, um, I had to go and see her in the hospital. It was the very first time I had ever seen somebody on their quintessential deathbed. And I couldn't handle it. Like, I was, first of all, I was already a very emotional kid when I was growing up. Me too, all over the place. When I was standing there, it was like, it was a disbelieving shocking cry like you I was couldn't just believe like, that they could put people in the hospital with tubes and everything coming out of them right like it was shocking to see like oh this is what happens to you well it, to me the the biggest shock was after this is done I'm literally never gonna see you again uh, like I'm never ever going to interact with you again I'm never gonna hear you laugh I'm never gonna I'm never gonna smell the smells of your your Sunday dinner wafting out of your kitchen and (laughs) And nothing you said was funny but when you when you said when you were going through what you were saying and you were like never am I gonna never am I gonna the first thing that popped into my head and I swear to god I'm a damaged human being I'm looking you can't see it but I'm looking at him shocked right now go ahead (laughs) that song Never gonna give you up. Oh that my god! <laughs> You're rickrolling the story of my grandmother's death. You first of all, you self rickrolled my grandmother's death. Oh yeah, <laughs> I really don't like you. Um, sorry, my grandma croaked and I was sad. Like I, I, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> how, how do I work back into sad? How do I live without you? Uh, shut up! <laughs> oh my god! So anyway, going back to this, what I thought was an extremely poignant moment in my life. No, no, I'm sorry. It was apparently sorry. an excuse to talk about Rick Astley. <laughs> um, no, you do. You consider the fact that it, just because you have a history with a person doesn't mean it's a continuous one, oh, yeah. and and it goes away. It just goes away in the blink, literally in the blink of an eye. It goes away. And, uh, so I got fucked by that, like really fucking badly. I got fucked up and, um, but it all, what it also did, and this is kind of the overarching point of the whole thing. That's, that's professional. Um, yep. The overarching point of this whole thing is I think it takes that first time for you to get that, what you were talking about, that 
that almost instant heal because now you know what it feels like and you know this shit's going to keep happening. So every successive funeral after that didn't hit me as hard. hard. You know, like dude, what the other thing is, man, now I know you have an Italian background a little bit like I do. For sure. Was the other thing that you had growing up because you're a man, did you ever get that, you know, you don't men. We don't cry. No. We keep everything in. Or no, were you, you and I able to we cry? Came, no, we came from very different backgrounds, and you and I have discussed this before. My, yeah. I was raised primarily by my mother. Yeah, my dad left when I was seven years old. So like, I didn't. I, my influence was largely feminine the entire time. Yeah. I, I was all with her all the time. I only saw my father on the weekends, mm. and my father was has always been an emotionally distant guy. Like he's not the kind of guy that discusses emotions and as a matter of fact if you try to he gets freaked out he plays the blame game is what he does oh. he'll he'll say like if if you're sad it's your fault he's that kind of he was i'm not going to say he is anymore right but he's kind of cooled off in his old to age figure out who he was as a person i guess right yeah like he de- well not even that he, he it took him a long time to figure out that he was a, a parent yeah 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 cuz he wasn't i mean like and I'm not saying, my dad, for the entirety of my life, and I'm talking about even up until now, has always provided. Like, I mean, it, there's always been financial help. There's always been, like, I'm going to make sure you don't end up in the gutter kind of stuff. Which is great. And I know that society tends to focus a lot on the financial thing, but nobody talks about, like, dude, if you're going to be a parent, you you have to be emotionally Yeah, no, it ha- that's what I'm saying. So, like, he would give me that, and if I would say thank you, it would be like, yeah, all right. Like he didn't, he didn't even want to like address that he helped. Ugh. You know, it, it was it's one of those things that's still kind of a little bit of a thing with him. Yeah, him and I are much more conversational now, though. Yeah. We can we can actually talk. It's weird our our relationship as father and son has grown despite how not kind of normal I am. Like I'm, I am gonna put it that way. Like I'm not like. You're never going to see me wearing a fucking Kiss the Cook apron in my picketed backyard <laughs> after the Sunday game. Like, I'm not I'm not a template person in any way. Um, and I'm massively, and you know, not not to brag, ladies, but I'm massively unsuccessful. Yeah. So, like, they, he, like, even with that, though, it's like he respects me more now, which is, like, really fucking cool. Because you're, gr- you're trying to, I don't want to say grinding, but you're... No, it is. I mean, it is. Like, you're, you're fucking... Picking away every day at trying to make something happen. And he sees that you have the drive, which I guess for a parent to see that their kid is actually trying to do something with their yeah, life yeah. is, especially in the day and age that we're in now, where everybody is trying to nerf up the world, to see that you yeah, raised yeah. a kid that has that drive and ambition. That's I think that's what proud. you want, really. At yeah. the end of, you, I would rather my kid be driven and not yet having found his footing Definitely. than be massively successful and numb and just cold and you're willing to step on everybody's neck to get where he needs to be uh, you know what ambition to me depending on who it is whose neck you're stepping on yeah that's that makes the difference for me if you're going up if you're being a douchebag to a douchebag i say hey that's, listen that makes sense you got to fucking you yeah. got to you got to rules uh, of engagement yep exactly but if you're if you're going after people that are weak intentionally if you're trying to harm people working your way up you're a piece of shit and I really hope for an early end for you and I'm not putting fucking I put a stamp on that shit I'll I'll say that for the rest of my fucking days fuck yeah dude fuck yeah fuck yeah I mean dude all in all shout out Jim Norton 
Yeah, really, dude. Chip Chipperson yeah. podcast. Podcast. That shit is, it's so stupid, it's funny. It's so stupid, it's funny. But I noticed that a lot of people don't, they don't talk about shit like this. And I don't know if maybe that this is now becoming a topic that nobody wants to talk about your parents and relationships with their parents. Like, it would explain a lot as to why Tinder is such a big deal, I think. Because everybody is, especially in the internet age now, we're all very disconnected as human beings. Yeah, no, hookup culture is definitely becoming deeper than dating culture now. It's crazy. I think it's, honestly, I I think really what's happening is society is admitting to itself just how fucking dirty it is. Yeah. Like, really, that's when you, the, the advent of social media... I have so many less friends now because of social media, and it's because you get to really see everybody for who they are every second of the day. I can't tell you how many friends I lost just because I found out that they were, like, ardent fucking certain political people supporters, like... I, See, for me, it was bad, the opposite. Man. It was like, oh, ew. You're one of those people that every day on Facebook, you're happy and everything is great all the time and you never have a real yeah, problem. Yeah, but that's all up front. You know that. Yeah, that's but th- that's what, like, come. I thought you were a genuine person. And I mean, yeah. I know you can combat that with saying, well, look, not everybody can do that. You don't know what their life is like, who they have around them. Maybe they have business partners yeah. and they can't do that. But, I mean, it's that... Or, you know, the whole idea of a friends list just burns my pubes, man. Yeah. 155 friends on Facebook, and I'm, I'm not bragging, but you know how many people I talk to out of that 155? Oh, maybe I have like three. 500. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, you maybe talk to three of them. So I, 10 or 12 tops is who I interact with on a regular basis. It's unbelievable. And the rest of them, it's weird because it's almost like... They're stalk like they're yeah. voyeurs into your life. Yeah, it's like I have ten or twelve of them I'm hanging out with, but for some reason I'm keeping all my windows and doors open. And I'm saying you guys can watch me be friends with them if you want. <laughs> like like this, it's fine. Hey, do you you think this is cool? Because hey. if you want a friendship, here's what it looks like. Don't come in and eat what I'm cooking. But how does it smell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for some reason I give a shit about. What your other external think? ambient opinion of Ugh. what I'm up to, yeah. Can we That's talk a about, very self-serving thing. Can we is. talk about that for a second? How exactly. eager everybody is to just throw their opinion on shit? Like, they know what they're what they're doing? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, actually, let me give a disclaimer really quick. You can take everything I say with the world's largest grain of salt. As a matter of fact, I'd say that a grain of salt's not enough. Go to the Dead Sea, and, and <laughs> you'll see just as much grains of salt as you should take with you as when I talk. I don't, did any of that sound clear at all? Well, I get I don't know what it. I What you're said. basically trying to say is... I don't like turtles. Take, yeah. I like turtles and don't take us... Don't take us too seriously because, dude, listen, man, we're the only difference between us and you is the fact that we are here right now just kind of putting our thoughts out there. And I know oh, Snap... Snap, uh impression of what you're gonna get is that oh like oh look these guys think that they're better than everybody else but it's not oh not even close yeah it's not like that at all so look we're not we're not those people that walk around and just like dude see i'm the best bro and like what i even the people that i'm i'm making fun of right now they're probably 
way better off than I am. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, we're not delusional about who we are, where we Nin- stand in society. 99% of you still get calls from their mom saying, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, yeah. Wow, you, you really nailed it today. Meanwhile, when my like, mom calls me, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> and a sharp hang up like you can't that's the one thing I miss about old phones you can't slam down phones anymore it all, oh dude I it all ends in, satisfying it all ends in boop <laughs> oh. you'll never fuck you I hope you die boop if you want real satisfaction <laughs> you gotta break your phone against the wall man mm-hmm. and nobody will see it that's the worst no, part yeah now you just have to pay for a new phone <laughs> double burn oh, oh Jesus wow. hey you can't win them all am I right wall Ooh. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Say, uh, let's, yeah, that let's, got uh, a fucking. We better retract that. Just give me if, if we can just. Yeah, I'm. I can tell. Like I can already tell based on the way we're talking about stuff. I'm not gonna be like dispensing with the funny anytime soon. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be so fucking reticent about like the fact that there's a microphone sitting. Yes, here. like because dude, this is. This is, I gotta say, this is actually relatively close to a normal conversation that you and I have so far. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty fucking, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, dude, I'll be honest with you, somebody brought this up in the comments the other day, and they were like, dude, you know, don't forget that your, your videos go out to, they can go out to like thousands of people. Yeah. Right now, it's only a couple hundred, and I, I honestly forget that when I'm looking into that camera and talking into the microphone that... Yeah. Other people are gonna see it. I'm almost yeah. like just sitting here entertaining myself. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna say something. Oh my god! I don't know if it's a good idea to throw this in here because maybe I should have said it at the beginning. Um, this is our very first podcast. I know I said that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what I'm gonna say is, depending on what I'd like from you guys, if you can, please, please, please do critique this. Let us know what don't you think of cunt. it don't yeah just a... don't be a dick like yeah. be don't give general like you suck kind of stuff please constructive it, yeah constructive criticism, criticism because we want to create this is, you have to remember like obviously this is something we want to do it's us blowing off steam but also we want to interact with you we want to make sure that we're givering 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 give givering give givering give give guru um we yeah that's basically <laughs> what my brain sounds like right now um we want to make sure we're we're entertaining you. So, like, yeah. definitely let us know what kind of stuff that you'd like to hear from us. Yep. What kind of stuff you'd like us to not really kind of go after. If we see a majority of opinions swaying in any way, we're we're gonna clean up our content based on that. This is definitely a test for us right now. Yeah, but don't don't think that you and ten of your friends can sway a topic off of the off of the show just yeah. because. Just because you want to do... I know that there's trolls out there. For sure. So yeah. to you, I'm saying, like, we can... We'll, hopefully, we'll be able to tell the difference Well, I'll be... Yeah, you can sift through trolls and people... Genuine... Genuine, yeah. genuine criticism and somebody yeah. just trying to make an abrupt change yeah. for the fun of it. No, I think... I, what I think is... Because, like, remember, what I'm saying is... We're trying to give something that's going to entertain you. Right. We want this to be something that you listen to on your commute and you're genuinely intrigued by it and you and you want to tune in. So let us know what you think. Like def and don't don't spare any punches. Like yeah, we're asking you not to be a dick and not to troll, but if you have something negative to say, say it because we want to know what that negative thing is so we can work on it. Yeah, it's important it's important that you do that because yeah. 
you're not gonna come off like an asshole no. if you're actually being genuine about it. Yeah, and being honest is whatever. Sometimes you got to take a hard truth to fucking improve. You know? Exactly. And dude, I mean, I've I've. I enjoy that. I like that people are comfortable enough to Me go, too. you know what, dude? That don't really fit you so well. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't do that. Yeah. I like that. And I know the other thing I kind of feel like is when I listen to podcasts, dude, I I forget that I don't know these people. Like in my yeah. day-to-day life, I kind of feel like we're all just hanging out in a room mm-hmm. and I'm just listening to them have a conversation, which is kind of weird. But these are No, these are people that are literally like if you put it in a physical location kind of thinking... Um, you have people that are walking into an, ator- an auditorium and they're taking seats in front of you and they've never heard you talk before. That's so crazy. So they're just kind of like, they're seeing what you're up to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what is this fucking weirdo doing? Well, I love it. See, this is, so behind all this too, while we both think we suck and we do, by the way, yep. Kevin and I have some of the lowest self-esteems in the world. Ugh. We still have egos. Like, it's definitely a fucking thing. So that's why we're sitting here. Yep talking to you so like yep. we want to make sure if we're if we think we're hot shit we want to become hot shit yes we want you guys to really like this so that's all i'm going to say about it definitely let us know what you think so far actually can you check the time on this because we're we're also going to try to kind of maintain this one and keep it to a reasonable amount of time cool so we're hitting we're we're just about to the hour mark um but we're, we're about 15 minutes off so uh i mean we're going to keep going we're going to clean it out but we're going to have what do you say like maybe have this last for an hour and then Cut it, and what we're going to do over the next couple of days is, is see how this is responded to. Yeah, exactly. You know, And I mean, obviously, we didn't have anything <clears throat> set up for this. I joke around about just doing complete improv and not having any subject matter, but it's not going to be this discombobulated the entire time. No, well, I mean, we're coming into it. Yeah. And actually, we did pick some topics, like... When I when I was talking about pork adobo, you were you were silent and very interested. When I was talking about my grandma dying, you started giggling. <laughs> so obviously, you can tell we're refined people, and we have our finger on the pulse of how people behave. Yeah, exactly. And you know, not for nothing, dude. But this is how I am right here. I said it on the YouTube channel, and I'll say it right here too. It's a hundred percent genuine and honest. I'm not changing my personality to suit oh, the yeah. fact that we're doing. No, a absolutely not. There are times I want to kick you down multiple <laughs> sets of stairs in real life, and, and maybe it straight my legs out. Oh shit! Boom! Cerebral palsy joke. Hey yep. guys, you know. Hey, wait, that's right. You don't even know about that. Oh. So I'm gonna have to fill them in. You know what? I'm just gonna do this. If we start going in hard on the jokes, and that's gonna happen. So yeah. if you're sensitive, just. Put a seatbelt on, possibly a helmet, and brace for impact. Especially if you're Kevin. Yeah. A <laughs> helmet's important. Oh, yeah, oh, it is. Gray shit, matter. Dude. God dang. Gray matters. <laughs> gray lives matter. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, but anyway, his bum leg's got a bum foot. It's, it's, <laughs> It's bad news. Bad news bears all around. Uh, no, man. Uh, yes, uh, Kevin has cerebral palsy. Um, yep. What, what's the other thing? Multiple, multiple sclerosis? sclerosis. I get. What's the difference between multiple and mono? Um, I have no idea. I know mono makes you tired. I think. Yeah, but I'm talking. Is that this? Is mono monosclerosis? Is it? I guess that's the long form of mono. I think so. You know what is? A crazy... I just realized how little I know about everything. Yeah. Well, dude. We have a computer sitting in front of us. We can Google shit. Oh, dude, the power of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Yeah, let's see what it is. You know, we'll, we'll fucking go out on this because, dude, 
Alright, multiple sclerosis, for those of you guys that don't know, it's Mr. Bad Drugs. Nobody knows what that reference is, but that's okay, we'll get there together. <laughs> um, it's a it's a fucked up disease, a lot of people have it, but the cerebral palsy is what makes my voice sound like how it sounds, so... Yeah. Get used to that. It's not going to change. If anything, it's only going to get worse. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. If you guys have heard kind of almost there's a hum to Kevin's voice. Like, what, when he talks, it's like, it comes out like this. Like, it sounds like it's coming out of the, the nose and the mouth. That's that's one of the It sounds things. like my voice box is trying to play a trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, what's that fucking instrument? The Like, that fucking... He, you know, he's... he's <laughs> He's, he's kind of a human didgeridoo that's that's on a broken tripod. <laughs> you couldn't buy me at a garage sale. <laughs> Curb alert. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I missed a golden opportunity right there, dude. Oh, what was that? Oh, I know exactly uh, yep. what you're talking you about. You know where I'm going. That's all right. Yeah, but by the way, Ke- and it, there needs to be. I feel like I feel like there really needs to be some con- some uh, some some. Uh, all right, that's peanut gallery. Uh, there needs to be some context here. Kevin and I have been friends since. How old was I when I met you? Nineteen. Yeah, dude. So we've been friends for about fifteen years. Diplomatic immunity. immunity. I, yeah. I'm. I, I when I make those jokes, Kevin knows that comes from a good place. Uh, I'm fat. So there it is. By the way, I pu- I pushed it into the podcast any fucking time, and the reason he's laughing so hard is anytime I make one of these jokes. If you guys know the character Silas from the Da Vinci Code, like if he does something bad, he whips himself on the back. That's part of his religion. That's what I do. I whip myself on the back for making mean jokes like that. So like anytime I say something about Kevin's CP or M- uh, uh, MS, I'll, I'll be like I'm fat. So I'll immediately insult myself to balance out the. The, the stuff that we're doing. What's up, elephant? What's happening? <laughs> elephant. Elephant in, in the room. room. Yeah, no. Get it? yeah, no. Terrible joke. joke. Bam. Look at that funniness just rolling out. Nobody was talking. Well, no. you heard the retard alert. That's what you heard. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like month to a say that I'm just hovering by the lamp all day. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever, man. This thing's gonna burn me one way or the other. Yeah, damn right it is. Might as well stick my finger in and have a party. <laughs> oh, That's what she said. Uh, anywho. So um, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, by the way, you can't see it, but nope. a third party walked into the room. This is Jen, and by the way. Did. Hi, Jen. Yeah. And she's galloping like a horsey in place. <laughs> yep. Um, and it just, what it did was, we're, what we're trying not to admit is, we flew completely off the rails yeah. <laughs> because it happened. Bad. Real it's, bad. But that's because you didn't, you didn't contribute anything. Life alert. To what we're doing. Ugh. Life <laughs> ask you a question, man. Well, no, 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 I'm not bombing too. Get the fuck out of Nobody kills themselves twice. Calm down. <laughs> That's the that's the comments. Well, you already slit the, the wrist. Why are you jumping? Yeah, really. I don't understand. Ugh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, here we go. But anyway, those the- are the comments for the YouTube. When you hear that shit going off, I have to see if I can turn the sound off for that. But that's so. But making a there's a way to make the notification silent. 
Yeah, yeah so sure. that if I'm making a thing or if I'm not in the room, I yeah. can hear somebody comments or anything like that because I do read and check back with everybody. Well, again, this is this is rough. We're yeah. we're doing a rough draft almost, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's going to improve from Thanks from for ruining the podcast. Especially you <laughs> See you Jen, thanks. <laughs> especially after when when we start getting feedback from you guys and we understand like what needs to be improved, what we should change. We're we're going to be all all about it and we're going to be on it. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know what? I think we should just walk away from the wreckage and yeah. just leave it right there, dude. Is there, what, we were talking about something that was kind of interesting. It wasn't though. because of me. Well, because you walked in and caught me completely. <laughs> yeah, off like guard. we it just, you were already off guard. No, we were talking no, about your no, CP and your MS. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're off guard. Mono. Mono, mo- oh yeah, so the difference between mono and multiple is huge differences. It's that de- mono is definitely the one, it's the, it's, what do they call it? The kissing, kissing disease. disease. Yeah. 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 Like, what the fuck? Every who in high school was sharing that shit around. We both knew somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he brought up the finger guns and multiple yeah. sclerosis is what Kevin has, unfortunately, which is a, it's a degenerative uh, disease. It's disease, eating yeah. away at everything. Yeah. So. Which is fine, dude. You know, it's been around since 87. They've been trying to make medication for it. Yeah. Montel Williams is like the poster child for MS. Anybody that thinks of MS, you can associate that with him. I just yeah, realized that's right, that's right. a lot of these people are probably way too young and have no idea well, who they that is. They got the internet too. Fuck them. Yeah, really. Anyway, Google it, motherfucker. And that's the whole point. And I should say that's the whole point of me doing this right now. I'm trying to get him to sign an equity agreement before he stumbles off into the sunset. <laughs> So I can so I can cash in on that podcast money once he's gone. Yeah, because I'm gonna croak real soon. Yeah. So if you hear a loud thud, you don't hear my fucking voice anymore. You know what happened. And that is the note on which I would like to end this podcast. <laughs> All right, what? Yeah, really, Kevin? You can't say anything. Okay. I'm gonna miss. For... I'm gonna miss him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized what you were doing. I'm sorry. There's a CP delay in my head. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the very first episode of Jack of One Trade podcast. Well done. We need a name. Yeah, we're going to have the... Oh, what do we... Thank you for... You know what? Fuck it. Do you want to decide right now? Yeah. Thank you for listening to Trainwreck. I like that. Yeah. I say we go with it. Very first episode of Trainwreck. We're going to definitely be back on... Uh, stay tuned to Jack of One Trade's videos in the coming days because he's going to tell you where you're going to be able to find the episode. So we're probably going to be starting... Well, we're definitely starting on SoundCloud. Yep. We're going to be moving to Spotify. We're going to be yep. moving to iTunes. And then yep. eventually we're going to be on CastBox as well. Yep. CastBox.com. It's a great website for podcasts. Rock but stay tuned. Rock, rock, rock the CastBox. Oh, God. Where's your bomb button? Hit it. <laughs> I, I refuse to let that go by unnoticed. That is so very much not okay. Motherfucker. There it is. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the very first episode of Trainwreck. Let us know what you think. And above all... Uh, well, hold on. Before you do that, before you do that, as I ungracefully completely undo, you just tied your shoelaces and I pretty much just ran up to you and untied them. That was a horrible... Yeah. Oh, dude, we're going two for two, yeah, bro. Like- Wrong button. Yeah, it has. You just put on your lipstick and then I wiped it off with a tissue. Yeah. So Nailed look, it. real quick, I wanted to throw in there's the YouTube page. 
There's a Twitch page, Instagram, and then now there'll be the SoundCloud. So if you happen to stumble on the SoundCloud yeah. first, look up Jackal One Trade on YouTube. There's reaction videos on there. Jackal One Trade on YouTube, by the way, is J A C K zero F one T R A D E. So it's G Wow J A C K number zero F number one T R A D E for right. the YouTube. And it's the uh, same. Well, with the rest of them, it's an O. Oh, I have to wait for YouTube to allow me to change it from yeah. a zero to a letter. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that everything will match up. It will all match soon enough with everything. You'll be able to find links will be in whatever description. I, I did not need to undo all of your work just to bomb that. No, you didn't. No, no, no. It's do. important to fucking say that. Like, I, I want to make sure that this is promoted properly. Yeah. But yeah, guys, stay tuned. We're going to definitely be doing more. And uh, thank you so much for coming to listen to the first episode. Yeah.